Hey Outlaws, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning in and for digging into this topic with me. So in our last episode, we, in episode 40, we dove into bro marketing. We have been talking about bro marketing for a long time. Truthfully, it's why we're all here. This is what led to the Entrepreneurial Outlaws podcast and the whole brand itself. But it's really time for us to start taking action. And you've probably been taking action for some time. Maybe you're not even aware of the action you've been taking, but every time you challenge the status quo just a little bit in business, every time you decide to zig when someone else wants you to zag, every time you say no when you feel like you should do something, or every time you decide to do things on your terms, you are challenging the status quo of online business. You are anti-broing your business. Now, last week, as I said, or in the last episode, we talked all about bro marketing. We got into the way I'm defining bro marketing. We talked about some of the other definitions I found, but also we looked at some of the ways in which those definitions don't quite touch on the privilege and the really systemic problems that come through bro marketing. And one of the biggest challenges I see when we talk about bro marketing is that we have to talk about privilege. And we also have to look at the fact that so much of it is like this luxury lifestyle, this glorification of what success looks like. It really is all about visuals. It really is all about look at look at how much money I have and look how amazing this is. And at the time of recording this, we have just had a few billionaires going into space. And I think that has continued to really bring to the forefront the the fact that bro marketing really is just a kind of subsidiary of that, right? Bro marketing is just a subset of this kind of quote boys club or these billionaires who can just decide to go to space because they have enough money to when, you know, the world is like really fucking challenged right now and and things are not great still even though many of us are experiencing you know some kind of normality so we've been talking about bro marketing for a long time it's why we're all here it is how this podcast got started but it is time to take action and for a long time now i have been trying to figure out how to bring you incredible resources right incredible resources that are going to help you challenge this bro marketing shit but also how to make it really simple, right? How to make it really simple and how to also outlaw it a little bit myself. Because whenever I hear that voice in my head going, you need to do this, you don't have this. And this is usually like, you don't have an email funnel or you don't have a lead magnet. These are things that I agree, we need to have eyes on our work. Of course we do. We need to make money, we are businesses. But at the end of the day, I'm always gonna make sure that I look at, okay, is this something I genuinely believe? Is this something I really want? And where do I stand with this? And we're going to get into a bit of that in today's episode. But when I thought about bringing you free resources that are going to help you to anti-bro your business, well, I decided that I wanted to really give you choice. And I wanted to create a kind of like a portal, a place where you could come and you could choose, right? You could come and you could take a look and you could get cozy. It's really like well, it is a library. So it's called the Anti-Bro Marketing Resource Library, but we are just going to call it the ABM Library for now, for short. So the ABM Library is a free resource portal. 
it is a place that you can come to, you can access the free resources that are currently there. And then as time goes on, we may add additional resources, we may add trainings and workshops, various different things. But the key part of this is that they are free. And you can come and you can take what you need. This is something, this is a phrase I've really, really leaned into this year in my business. I don't want to limit your choice. I know that there is a lot of talk of oneness in business, right? Have one funnel, one freebie, one product. And I get that. And it works for some people. And for some people, it works really, really well. And I understand the theory. But I'm definitely a multi-passionate. I'm definitely somebody who gets bored very easily. And I want to have choice. And I don't want to take away your choice. So, you can come and take exactly what you need in that moment. For example, if you are really needing some journaling support and some journaling prompts, you can come to the library and you can access a couple of resources that are going to help you. There's going to be the first 30 pages of the Outlaw Journal. So if you don't have a copy of the Outlaw Journal, this is like a little test drive. It gives you the first 30 pages printable that you have to you know, download and print, but you can access this access those journal prompts and they're going to help you to really dig into some of the mindset stuff behind why anti uh, sorry why bro marketing really impacts our mental energy and how it impacts our businesses okay now this is the key part of the um, ABM library it's broken down into three sections so when you sign up you'll go into like the portal the library and you'll see these three sections there And these three sections are strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry. This is the intersection, the entrepreneurial intersection of all the work that we do inside of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. So whether you whether you buy one of our journals or you listen to this podcast or you join the Outlaw Collective or even just, you know, log into the ABM library and unlock all of the goodness that's going to be in there, you will find that this is the intersection that we work from. And the reason this intersection is so crucial as we navigate this work and anti-bro our businesses is because this is where, quote, the magic happens, right? This is where we see these really subtle shifts in the way we approach our businesses, in the way we approach consumerism, and in the way we approach our mindset and able to really tap into our intuition and run intuitive-led businesses that focus on value-driven success versus success that is focused on what other people are doing, right? This is the real place where these three things happen. We're going to get into that in today's episode. I'm going to break that all down for you. But that is what you'll find inside of the ABM library. And if you go to the landing page, which is melanienights.com forward slash free resources, we're going to link to that in the show notes. But if you head there, you'll see that there is a breakdown, a list and a visual of all the different resources that are in the library. You may at some point have actually downloaded one of these resources before. They've all had a little spring clean, spruce up, and they all are extra value packed now. We've changed some of the updated and evolved some of the information. So even if you have one or two of these resources previously, you'll still get extra value from these because we've updated the resources over the last few months. So how do you get access? Okay, so the first thing is, as I said, you can go to melanienights.com forward slash free resources. Once you go there, you'll see all the information, you sign up and you'll get a password and you can log into the portal. As I said, it's completely free. When you log in, you'll have access to everything that's in there. And we will obviously update you as we add new resources to the portal. So this is not one of those things where it's like you only get one thing or you don't get access to anything over time. 
we're going to be adding other resources to the portal over the next few months as well. And of course, there's going to be breaks where we don't add anything, but we will keep you updated as that happens. And when you access that portal, you're also going to get access to additional resources via email, which will help you to really deep dive into each of these three topics. So this is going to be really kind of expansive and it's going to really help you to build this, this anti-bro business that you really, really want. And it's why you're here, right? So today we are going to explore how we continue to challenge the status quo of online business and reduce the impact of bro marketing on our industries and on our mental energy. Because honestly, it's going to still be there. We cannot remove it completely because people choose to market their businesses in that way. And there's so many unregulated industries online. But the reality is that we can do our part. So you today are listening to episode number 41. Let's dive in. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. We're here to meet you at the intersection of strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry so that we can create our own versions of success and grow businesses that serve our personal goals and creativity just as much as it serves our audiences. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller and outlaw mentor with a nose for the bullshit. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions because overthinking is a feminist issue. The antidote, your intuition. So get ready as each week we have the messy, honest and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business on your own terms, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Okay, outlaws. So as I said a little bit earlier, I talked about that intersection, that entrepreneurial intersection where we work here in Entrepreneurial Outlaws, okay, which is strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry. Now, there was a time where I was like uber strategy focused, okay? For the most part of my business, the beginning, that was all I focused on. I really was like, but if I work hard, people will pay me more money. And why am I not doing, I'm, I'm a hard worker. Why are people not just, you know, wanting to work with me? And I discovered that that wasn't going to cut it in the online space. It really wasn't because there's so many layers to the things that we have to do as entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs, as business owners. There are so many things that we do. There are so many tasks that we take on. And truthfully, I don't know that when I started my business, I truly understood the amount of different hats that I would be wearing. And I just thought that if I did all the things that it would just kind of work out and that didn't happen. And over the t- over the years, I've kind of really lent into personal development, right? I think every entrepreneur will agree entrepreneurship in itself is like the biggest personal development journey you will take, right? It can be such a fucking roller coaster. It can be high highs and low lows, and it can just change very quickly. And 
one of the things that I always try to remind myself when I'm experiencing those low lows is that things can change in like 30 days, right? And we do have to, you know, really figure out, okay, what what do I need to be doing, right? As the entrepreneur, as the business owner, as the person in control of content creation or sales, what do I need to do to adjust the, you know, just my perspective, but also adjust the way, the trajectory of my business? And that's not always easy. And there's certainly going to be things that impact that, but it does help to really try and change our perspective as well. So back to the intersection. The intersection is strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry. And whilst many of, you, many of us have probably lent heavy into that strategy focus, these three really work together and they work in the most wonderful way. You need a strategy. I need a strategy. We all need a strategy, okay? <laughs> I feel like Oprah. We all need a strategy, okay? And the strategy is going to be the thing that guides us, is going to be the thing that gives us that kind of anchor point. Now, for anyone listening who's like, oh, strategy, I hate that word. I get it, okay? I do really understand it. There are going to be some of you listening who have this like real like Ugh, like adverse reaction to the word strategy, maybe even to things like goal setting because they are so overused. But the thing is, it's not strategy's fault, okay? It's not strategy's fault. Strategy is the way in which we create a plan, okay? It's a long-term plan, a long-term, um, a long-term like roadmap. And it really is about the long-term. It's the thing that we are working towards. Now, long-term can be anything from six months to, you know, like 10 years. And I think for many of us, over the last 12 months, planning too far ahead feels a little bit uneasy. I know it does for me. So I think six months feels kind of doable. And again, because of the last year, 18 months, we've all kind of learned to pivot and evolve and adapt ourselves in ways that we just didn't know were possible. And so it really is important that we check in with ourselves, but we're going to get into that in just a bit. So strategy is really important. It is that kind of data-driven place. And data is important. Data does tell us something. It tells us information. It's not that the data is bad. It's that we often will take it personally and we'll often feel really offended. You know, when we look at, for example, unsubscribes, I look at every single person who unsubscribes. I don't really feel anything anymore, but I look. I want to know okay? I want to know, is there a reason why they're unsubscribing? Because that information is data. Now, of course, if they unsubscribe and they're mean, sure, I would take it personally. But most of the time, it's just people unsubscribing. And I look and I'm like, okay, goodbye. See, see you later. You know, you'll come back if you want it, if you want to. But otherwise, you're making space for the right people. And I know that, again, is a bit of a kind of woo, um, a woo and slightly overused response. But we do have to just practice that. And honestly, in my experience, it just comes with time. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to get over it. The shit that I still don't get over <laughs> in online business. And it's been a very long time. So strategy, really important. So the second part of this intersection is spirituality, right? And that place between strategy and spirituality, and I want to be really clear, when I talk about spirituality, I'm not necessarily talking about religion. I am not a religious person. If you are, that is fine, but I am not. So for me, spirituality is really that thing that we, that anchors us, whatever it is for you, right? I, I'll tell a little, I'll have a little anecdote right now, a little story, okay? So I remember many years ago, kind of, I've never been religious. I wasn't brought up in a religious family, even though my mum and her family um, are religious. 
And one of the things I realized probably in my late teens was that religion really gave people this thing to believe. People, it was something that I started to understand in a different way. I was getting older and I started to just see that, you know, spirituality didn't need to be um, about anything in particular. It would be whatever I wanted it to be. But it gave people this kind of sense of groundedness, a sense of security. And for me, over the time, I've realized that, you know, that can be personal and it can be what you want it to be. So when I'm talking about spirituality here, I'm talking about the practices, the rituals, the routines, the things that really ground you, right? It could also be like self-care. It can be the things that you find really grounding, the things that kind of bring you back to yourself. And I think that's really important. And I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure that many people who, you know, attend church or, um, you know, are practicing religion are going to find that those are the things that keep them going. It's the things that ground them and bring them back to themselves. It's the things that remind them of, you know, who they are or what they do. And it's that kind of experience. So when we talk about spirituality here, I just want to be really clear. We're just talking about any kind of rituals, routines, practices that you find really bring you back to yourself and ground you and really support you and your business as a human, right? That's really important as a human. You're not just a business owner. So for me, that is often things like um, the moon cycle, tapping into the new moon and full moon energy, really using that to help me plan my business. Um, A lot of, you know, crystal work, tarot, oracle, a lot of it is really tapping into my intuition. For me, that is my key to spirituality. It's really tapping into, quote, my higher self and really understanding you know, who is that person, right? Who is that person who, you know, is potentially somewhere else in some other alternate universe succeeding and doing the things that I want to be doing, right? And how do I get closer to that person? So this section between strategy and spirituality, this is really about layering your business into your needs, okay? I talk about needs a lot. Knowing what you need in every aspect of your business is crucial. It's so, so powerful because when we understand what we need, when we need what we need from email marketing, what we need from social media, what we need from our website, Pinterest, Facebook group, our sales, whatever it might be, when we layer our business into our needs, not the other way around, we are building a business on a foundation of intuition and self-care. We are building a business on a place of grounded and solid ground. (laughs) (laughs) grounded and solid ground. We are building, we're kind of, we're, we're going from a full cup rather than, you know, trying to run a business, burn out, and then go, oh crap, I haven't done any self-care for six months. I'm going to try and cram some things in, but I don't really have the time because I'm too busy. You know, this is a cycle that we can get into. So instead we're layering our business into the needs the needs that we have, right? The things that we really want and need, we are layering our business into that. And that is where strategy and spirituality work really, really well together. And so the third magical section (laughs) is self-inquiry, right? The third section is self-inquiry. Self-inquiry is a practice that 
really everyone needs to be doing on a regular basis. But as entrepreneurs, this is key for us to spend less time in that self-doubt, spend less time procrastinating or, you know, going back and forth in decisions. It really helps us to make quicker decisions. I don't want to say better decisions, but it helps us to make quicker decisions. And it helps us to, you know, say, okay, this is a decision I've made. And I'm going to stick with it, right? Because it's driven by my values. It's driven by my intuition. Therefore, we can't go wrong. We may need to pivot or adjust at some point, but we can't go wrong from that. And self-inquiry is just one of the most wonderful tools that I have developed and discovered over the last couple of years in my own business. And as I've said before on this on this show is I didn't wake up one day and go, oh, I'm going to start doing self-inquiry. It was something that kind of just happened over time. I became really curious and curiosity is self-inquiry, right? And self-inquiry is the antidote to overthinking, is the antidote to self-judgment. Because when we are curious, we ask questions, right? And we ask really curious and open and expansive questions and we don't shame ourselves, this is where we really grow. So this is where we start to acknowledge who we are, right? That place between spirituality and self-inquiry, between those routines, rituals, and practices that really ground you and being curious in our business, this is where you acknowledge who you are, right? You acknowledge that you are this person who needs these things, your personal needs, your personal energy levels, your personal values, These things are necessary and are an important part of your business, okay? This is how you acknowledge who you are. Instead of trying to change who you are or fit into some kind of like Instagram-worthy box, okay? And then finally, this place between self-inquiry and strategy, okay? I'm going to put a visual of this in the show notes so you can really see it. So, you know, if you're really struggling to see this, it's like a Venn diagram um, and there's these three circles, And we have strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry, and they're all layered. But there's these sections between each where we can start to really anti-bra our business. And I'm going to get into exactly how in just a moment. So that final section is between self-inquiry and strategy. And this is where we start to understand what you need from each layer of your business, right? So understanding what you need from each layer of your business, What do you need from social media? What do you need from your email marketing? What do you need from your financial goals? What do you need? You know, what do you need when you're showing up your clients or your students or your customers, right? What do you need from that relationship? Not just financially, but what do you need to feel, right? What do you need to feel? Have you ever really sat down and thought about this? Because so often we are told like, it's all about the, it's all about them. And it is about them, right? Customer service is hugely important. They are the people paying you. We need to take care of them. But you also need to take care of yourself because you are an integral part of this business. And without you, unless you are running fully, fully, fully on passive income, right? You probably are necessary somewhere in the equation. So it's important that we understand what we need from each layers of our each layer of our business, right? And as I said, from there, we can layer in your business into your needs. And then this is where we acknowledge who you are, your personal needs, your energy levels, and your values. And this is really important. And this is where we start to challenge the status quo of online business and anti-bro our businesses. Now, look, I've just covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time. I get that. 
as I said, I'm going to make sure this visual is on the website and we're probably going to put this visual on our Instagram feed as well, right? So entrepreneurial underscore outlaws on Instagram, come over and follow us and you'll see this visual in there as well. We've covered a lot of ground and I'm, I'm really passionate. So I've been talking fast. Okay. I know you don't need to speed this show up, but the reason this is so crucial and the reason this is so key is because most of the stuff we're taught in online business doesn't think about you. It doesn't consider a person's needs. It doesn't consider a person's circumstances. It doesn't consider a situation. It is focused on hustle culture. It is focused on do more and be more and want more. And if you're not, then you don't belong here. For so long, we have been told what we want and need from our businesses. We have been told that we should want six figures. I'm not turning it down, but I'm also not sure how hard I'd have to work to achieve that right now. We've been told that, you know, we would gladly give up working 45 hours for somebody else to work 60 hours a week for ourselves. I don't want to work 60 hours a week, even for myself. We've been told that if you only want a side hustle, that's not enough. You should want to be a full-time entrepreneur. I know people that don't want that. I know people that are very, very happy in their full-time corporate job, in their employed job. And their business allows them to also have something for themselves that they really enjoy and bring them in extra income. Why is that a problem? (laughs) right? Why is that a problem? But people are told this consistently. We're told that if we don't want to be a girl boss, that we don't fit in. We're told that if we don't have a brand that looks like everyone else's, then we don't fit in. And we're not necessarily told this up front with clear communication. It's subtle. It's manipulative. But the reality is that we can do things on our terms. There are always going to be parts of online business that we will continue to use. There are going to be parts of online business that actually really do make sense. For example, marketing. Marketing a business, you know, really important. We need to market our businesses. How you do it, there's a lot of choice and you actually get to decide that, right? But that's not as sexy. It's sexier if somebody tells you this is the thing you need, this is the secret, and I'm going to show you how but you get to choose. So are there certain foundations that we can have in our business that are going to make sense? Yes. Visibility, right? Traffic, people coming and looking at our work, that's going to help. That's going to be a crucial part. Talking about your business, marketing, content creation, content strategy. Yeah, we need to do that. We, We are living in a world where we cannot get away from content creation. But again, where you do that, kind of up to you. Do you want to have some kind of customer journey to take your audience on? Absolutely. But again, as you guessed it, there's many choices. There's many different ways to create a customer journey and you get to decide what that looks like. And I'm going to bet that you already know more than one way of doing all of these things. You already know more than one social media platform and you know more than one way of creating content you know more than one way of creating an email sequence or a lead magnet or free content. You know more than one way of selling and launching your products and offers. So it's now time 
that we start to take all of that information and figure out what we want as business owners. Figure out which pieces we are going to keep trying. Which pieces have already been successful for us and don't make us feel like we need to take a shower afterwards because that's also important. Which pieces could we take and create something entirely new? Which pieces could we take and then create something entirely brand new? And that's so exciting. It's so exciting to think that you can take all of these things and then create something that works specifically for you. And no, it may not be completely brand new and there may be somebody else doing it the same way, but that doesn't mean you can't do it like that too. It really doesn't. So I'm hoping that from today's episode, what you've realized is that it doesn't have to be really complicated to challenge the status quo of online business or to anti-bro your business. There are three things, three kind of, I don't want to say three steps, but there are three phases that we can work through. Strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry. That is the intersection, right? That is the intersection of entrepreneurship. That is the intersection of being an entrepreneurial outlaw understanding that we can have all of these things, they can work together in harmony. And sometimes we are going to be leaning hard on one more than the other. That's the reality of it. When you are launching or promoting, you're probably going to be leaning really hard into that strategy. But there's going to be moments when you're going to need that spirituality to ground you. There's going to be moments where you're like, shit, I'm having a little spiral. I need to journal. I need to figure out. I need to be curious. Then you're going to be leaning into self-inquiry. It's okay to be more than one thing. It is okay to focus on more than one thing. But what's really, really important is that we start to understand what we need, what we need from each area and layer of our business. And then we layer our business into those needs versus trying to cram ourselves into this like business in a box and cramming ourselves into somebody else's rules right? We have talked about this so many times on the show, but we do not need to follow the rules. We do not need to follow other people's rules, right? We do not need to follow other people's rules. We can challenge these things. We can decide what this looks like for us. And it's okay if strangers judge your business based on numbers, right? It's okay if somebody wants to pass judgment on what your business appears to look like from the outside, But as long as you are measuring your business and your success in a way that feels aligned with your values, right? If you're measuring it on how happy it makes you and how much joy you get, then that's what really matters. That's really, really important. And I hope that you can take this away from today's episode that these are the three things that we can really lean into. This is the way in which we've broken down the ABM library. So the ABM library covers these three things and you'll find resources in each of the sections. Truthfully, they all cross over because they're all equally important. But I wanted to really bring this into into perspective and show you these three sections, show you these three phases, this intersection that we can work from right? And as I said, we'll have the visual. If you're a visual person like me, we'll have it up on the website and also on our feed on Instagram, entrepreneurial underscore outlaws. So thank you for joining me for today's episode. We have been taking a deep dive over these last two episodes into bro marketing, talking about what it is, how I'm defining it, and then also the ways in which we can challenge it and how we can continue to do this work. 
It's so important that we continue to do this work for future business owners, but also for ourselves and for our audiences and our customers and clients. And it know, I know it's exhausting. I know it can be really frustrating at times. Trust me, I have those moments where I'm like, it's it feels really unfair. It feels unfair that we maybe have to work that much harder to build and grow a business that is ethical and is value-driven. But the payoff is important because we do what is right and not what is easy. Now, we're going to be taking a couple of more weeks for the summer break, and we are going to be back the early September. I want to say it's September 9th. I really should have written down the date, but we're going to be back first week of September with a brand new episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. And over the next few weeks, I'm going to be working on some new things that you'll be listening to here on the show. And we're also going to be starting some new segments, things like shorter episodes um, each month. We're going to be focusing on what would an outlaw do, right? So what would an outlaw do? when their launch fails or what would an outlaw do when imposter syndrome shows up? So I'm going to be recording some episodes covering these questions and topics. And these are going to be kind of shorter bite-sized episodes, at least that's the plan, but you know, I'm a talker. So if you have anything in particular, you would love me to answer what would an outlaw do? please head over to Instagram, entrepreneurial underscore outlaws, follow us over there. And I've got some stories up where I'm asking you to let me know, you know, what kind of questions would you like me to cover? We've been doing some brainstorming behind the scenes on what kind of things we haven't talked about yet here on the show. And I'm going to be covering those. There's going to be some things that we'll be talking about even deeper, very specific um, kind of micro topics versus kind of these big macro themes. We're going to have brand new guests. I've been recording episodes over the summer with some incredible guests, and we're going to be bringing those to your ears from September. And then, guys, we're going to be having our first birthday, October 1st. Entrepreneur Outlaws is one year old, which feels still kind of far away, but I'm kind of concerned that it's going to come up on me very quickly. So I'm going to be working on what we're going to be doing in October. We're going to be focusing solely on our first birthday. Um, so there's going to be some really fun things. I'm planning a giveaway, maybe more than one. I really need to figure this out. (laughs) I'm going to be planning a giveaway. We're also going to have some extra special episodes. And of course we are going to be doing all things outlaw over on Instagram and we'll have weekly episodes again from that first week in September. So if you have not subscribed to the show, make sure you hit subscribe, take a moment to do that. So you get notified of our next episode in early September. If you have not left a rating and review and you enjoyed today's episode, or you've just, you know, you love this show because we talk about the real raw and honest truth, please feel free to leave a five-star rating and review This is how we get the show in front of more people. It helps us to really bring attention to entrepreneurial outlaws, which I think we can all agree is super fucking important. And it will help us to continue building out guests and just really bringing more eyes over to this movement and the work that we are doing. So please leave a five-star rating review. Let us know how much you fucking love us because we love you too. We think you're fucking awesome. And I keep saying we, it's me and my podcast manager, Haley. She is the brains behind the scenes. I'm lucky that I get to sit down and just talk, but I want to give her a shout out as well because she has been working over the summer to help me put together these pieces. And um, yeah, I love you, Haley. So thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
and I will see you in September, Outlaws. Have a good rest of your summer. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. 